The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss AI transformations in generative AI. Joining us is Jennifer Jones-Mitchell, who is the founder and creator coach at Human Driven AI, which provides marketers with a knowledge hub offering resources such as blogs, podcasts, workshops, and other masterclasses to integrate generative AI into their work. And Jennifer is also the host of the newly launched Human Driven AI Podcast. Yesterday, Jennifer and I talked about AI transformation strategies, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how generative AI solves branding problems. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jennifer Jones-Mitchell, the founder and creator coach at Human Driven AI. Jennifer, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to have you here. Excited to have you back. And yesterday we talked about the strategies for AI transformation, how brands are starting to learn how to get a team together, figure out what problems they're trying to solve, test and optimize, and also mitigate risk when using generative AI. I naturally, when ChatGPT came out at the beginning of this year, was thinking, great, we can produce a ton of content. And I'm sure the finance people were thinking, great, we can audit our business more efficiently. And maybe the HR people were thinking, great, we can screen candidates a little easier. It turns out artificial intelligence can be used basically for any application in your business. And one of the ones as a marketer that I don't necessarily think about first is, all right, chat GPT, go solve my brand problems. How are companies using generative AI to not just produce content at scale, but actually solve some of the fundamental problems like branding in their business? Well, you can use these tools. ChatGPT Claude is actually another one that I prefer to ChatGPT, by the way. You can use these tools to brainstorm, to identify new opportunities. I think one of the biggest tools, actually, that's solving real problems for brands is not the kind of content creator, but what we're seeing with AI-generated avatars right now. 
as a marketer, I've certainly been there where I would spend weeks, even months with a client's subject matter expert, capturing video of them maybe demoing a product or demonstrating their expertise and the company's subject matter expertise as well. And you spend months editing it together, you get it all packaged up, you're ready to go. And then the client calls and says, oh, yeah, John doesn't work for us anymore. In fact, he went to our top competitor. So we got to wipe him from all marketing collateral. Well, AI avatars don't resign. They don't leave. They're always ready for you to work and they speak every language. So I think we're going to see more and more transition to company spokespeople who are these avatars. There are tools like Synthesia, which has a library of avatars you can choose from with ready-made templates. You can drop them into a PowerPoint. You can drop them into something with a video next to them, whatever you need to use. And again, they speak any language. So you can solve a brand problem in the sense of reaching out to wider audiences as well. Now, let's say you have a CEO who says, ah, that's great, but I still want to be the face of the brand. I don't want some avatar, some made up fake character to be my company's spokesperson. I want it to be me. Well, you can turn your CEO into an avatar. Hey, Jen, that's H-E-Y-G-E-N is my favorite tool for this. You can literally capture video of yourself, make yourself into an avatar. That avatar, by the way, can speak any language. And the AI, it's not just that bad dubbing. The AI will literally change your face and your mouth to match the language that it has you speaking. So I really think that this is something we're going to see to solve a lot of brand problems in the sense of the cost of creating talking head videos, the time challenge that you have of putting it together, even getting someone's time, and then the problem when that spokesperson leaves the company and you got to start all over again. I'm really seeing avatars solving that problem and creating new opportunities for more cost efficient and more control over your content as well. What I'm hearing from you is there's a couple of different benefits for using artificial intelligence for branding. First and foremost, you don't have to be relying on single source of failure. When you're thinking about branding, you're able to keep your company's data, thoughts, intellectual property owned and operative when your best brand marketer walks out the door. The second component is doing things like personal branding and humanizing your brand. Ironically, we're using artificial intelligence to humanize your brand. It sounds ridiculous, yeah. but we all want to be able to put our own names and faces behind the work so we can build a human connection with our prospects. And using artificial intelligence for doing things like making video avatars can be very effective. There's also the notion that a brand means different things to different people. Have you seen companies that are pivoting their brand based on what they know about their prospects and customers and iterating either the language on the website or how they communicate with specific ICPs using artificial intelligence? Absolutely. That level of personalization is something that I'm very excited about with AI, because using these tools, you can now deliver a hyper-personalized experience, whether it's on your website, your app, wherever it may be, the AI will recognize who that person is, not in a creepy way. <laughs> they don't have all the personal information, but they recognize you in a subset so they're able to then deliver a website with messaging specific to that customer. 
One of the things you mentioned was there's different uses for different models. You mentioned Claude.ai as opposed to ChatGPT. Do you find that certain AI models are better for some activities than other? And which ones are your favorite? What's the difference between Claude and, and ChatGPT? Definitely. I think with Claude, first of all, the output sounds more human than ChatGPT for sure. I've also found that Claude will prompt you. It doesn't just wait for a prompt from you. For example, I was putting together for my own podcast an outline of a topic using Claude, and I'd forgotten to say what the audience is. So Claude asked, who's the audience? So being able to have that kind of back and forth, I think makes Claude just automatically better because it will prompt you if you haven't given it all of the information that it needs. And like I said, I think Claude is a bit more human. Now I'm starting to see some improvements in ChatGPT, but at least for the moment, Claude to me seems to be the better tool in that sense. When you think about using either ChatGPT or Claude or other large language models for branding, some of your foundational efforts, what are some of the prompts that you recommend brands give to give the artificial intelligence the context and understanding of your business? Are you copying, pasting what's publicly facing on your website? Are you feeding internal documents? Are you giving performance data? How do you basically prompt the GPTs of the world to understand your business to give you the right recommendations for how to brand your business? Well, what it really comes down to is a level of prompts. It's not just that first prompt. You want to treat it like a conversation. And I'll give you a specific example. I come from PR and marketing where thought leadership is a huge part of what we do. So let's say that you want to put together a speaker's bureau on behalf of your client or your company. Now, the traditional way that you would do this is generally assign a junior person on the team to go find all the conferences that are out there that might be a good fit, research all of them, and then really look at them. Okay, what's the audience? What can my subject matter experts talk about? And it would take a month or so to develop the speaker pitches, identify the conferences and match them up if you did it the traditional way. Now, if you want to do the prompts, let's say in Claude or ChatGPT, you can start by saying, what are the 50 biggest conferences in this specific topic that cover this topic? You get that result. Then you go back and say, of those 10, which ones are actively releasing a calls for speaker? Then the next prompt, you would say, of those, which ones have attendees of this company size and these job titles? Then of the next prompt, and you see where I'm going, you just keep layering the prompts. So you go to which ones would accept this topic. Then once you get, okay, these are the best conferences, you could take your subject matter experts bio and the topics that they want to cover. And you take just one of those conferences and you feed that into Claude or ChatGPT and say, write a speaker pitch with this person's background and expertise specific to this conference. And you get that output. Now, of course, you do want to proof it, make sure it's good, make sure it's accurate. But you do that for all the conferences that come back that are relevant. I've done this. It took seven minutes, something that would normally take a month for a junior person to do. So it comes down to how you talk to it, how you layer the questions, how you work with that output to then refine and refine and refine until you get the final output that you want that solves the problem. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. 
I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. A friend of mine who works in lead generation taught me a little bit about using artificial intelligence. And one of the tricks that he had was basically giving the artificial intelligence a role. You're a world-class chief marketing officer at a publicly traded company, and you're figuring out your go-to-market strategy for this brand with this company and this amount of revenue data and customers. Give me the top five things I should think about in branding. Then the next prompt is, okay, take your recommendations for branding and give it to your five lieutenants that are specific to content performance, marketing, customer service, lead gen, you know, whatever it is, and give me the individual responses about how they would like that strategy to be revised. And so basically, you can go through the entire process of your QBR, your quarterly business view, where the CMO gets up and gives the song and dance, and then each individual team leader comes in and talks about how it should work. When you're thinking specifically about branding, what are some of the roles that you recommend marketers use to train ChatGPT or whatever LLM they're using to give them effective branding tips? Well, I love what you're saying. Role playing is huge. Let the AI know from what perspective it is writing. It's just as important as explaining the audience that it's talking to. So yeah, definitely give it that you are a CMO or you are a customer give it the customer's perspective and ask questions about their needs and how you can reach and connect with them as well. So role-playing is absolutely a huge part of it. Another thing that I really like to do is people forget that you can teach these AI tools. For example, you can teach it a writing style. So I have multiple clients and all you do is you feed it your client's writing samples, ask it to analyze it, name that to be your client's name or however you want to organize it. And then you can go back to it with just bullets that you've taken from your clients, an idea that you guys were discussing about an article, feed those bullets in and ask it to write it as if it were that person. And it will give you something in their writing style. It will learn how to write like them. 
So role-playing doesn't just have to be an imaginary esoteric, you are a CMO and you need to create this go-to-market strategy in this way. You can literally make it act like a specific person and give you an output in their words, in their style as well. There's just so much that you can do. And it really does come down to refining and refining and taking it to that next level and layering your prompts so that you're not just getting that one single output. I gave a speech at Digimarcon and I asked everybody in the audience to open up ChatGPT. That was the one we used. And I asked them all to ask it to write an article about the top digital marketing trends for 2023. And they did it. And I did it. And we all looked and we all had the same output. It gave us the exact same article. And that's the thing. If you don't know how to give it the prompts to get something unique, we're going to be lost in a sea of sameness. So then I showed them how if you say, write that same article about the top digital marketing trends for 2023 from a company that has this perspective, from a company that has these kinds of products or solutions for this type of audience, that's how you then start to get something that's more on brand. And in fact, I even will upload a creative brief so that it really understands the voice that it needs to capture. Just you got to remember these tools are only as good as the inputs that they're given and you need to layer and I love the role play, let it know what perspective it's writing from and who it's writing for. When you're thinking about using artificial intelligence and you're thinking about your prompt engineering, which is really the first thing you need to figure out when you're using generative AI, who is the artificial intelligence mirroring? What is the context that it needs to understand and what is the desired output? When you understand that structure of artificial intelligence, pretend to be a Fortune 500 CMO that's not going to get fired in 12 months. <laughs> then here is all of the data about my new product line. How do I market this towards X, Y, and Z? That's the way to, to engineer your prompts to get the most effective results. And whether it's branding, whether it's finance, whether it's HR, whatever you're using it for, the large language models need to understand who they're cloning because they have so much information and what context you want them to understand before they can give you the results. Jennifer, any last words before we let you go? Any hacks for figuring out branding for uh, branding using artificial intelligence? I think the biggest thing is just start playing with these tools on your own and start really exploring everything that they can do. And don't limit yourself to Claude and ChatGPT. Really look at, there are so many tools out there that can help you with real-time pricing for your products or solutions. There are tools that can help you with project management. Really look at, at the expanse of opportunities that you have to automate tasks and really augment skills gaps on your teams. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jennifer Jones Mitchell, the founder and creator coach at Human Driven AI. If you'd like to hear more from Jennifer, you could find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Jonesy Jen. That's J-O-N-E-S-Y-J-E-N. Or you can visit her company's website, which is humandrivenai.com.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Martech Podcast. Of course, you can reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly on LinkedIn. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.